Thanks for subscribing to the ZonCon podcast, the podcast all about Amazon conversations. These are the tips and tricks to become an Amazon millionaire. Here is your host, Andrew Erickson. He is all things Amazon, and so is this podcast. Let's have an Amazon conversation. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Andrew Erickson here, your host. I'm settled back now, back in San Diego and kind of stopped doing my world travels. Unfortunately, there's going to be lots more traveling in the future though. I'm heading out to China in a few weeks for the Canton Fair with China Magic. That's with Athena Severi. I think a lot of people who listen to this podcast know who she is, but I was introduced to our current guest, Michelle Barnum-Smith. Most people call her mini-chat Michelle. And, uh, <laughs> or the queen, of, the queen of messenger chatbots as well. The queen of messenger. <laughs> yeah. So Michelle is here and I'm super duper excited to have her on as a guest. So Michelle, do you want to give us a little intro on yourself? Yeah. So I've been doing marketing for almost 20 years now and saw my first chatbot in 2017 and knew it was going to be the future of all things awesome. <laughs> and started working with Amazon sellers shortly thereafter. And previous to that, I was like, you just buy things off Amazon and it shows up at your house. I had no idea that there was this like world, this other world of private label sellers and you know, all of the crazy things that happen there. And as I've, you know, been working with Amazon sellers in the space, I've literally worked with and trained thousands of Amazon sellers on using ManyChat and chatbots at this point in it, where we're at, like right before Q4 2019. So it's, it's a really great time and there's still a huge opportunity for chatbots and I'm excited to be here and to chat with you guys about Messenger and chatbots. Nice. That's super exciting. So you have a story of like kind of how you got connected to Amazon. Because I know that the, a lot of people use chatbots for other things. Like I know there's like a big real estate following of chatbots, right? Oh, and like the coaching world with like coaching, uh -huh. coaching trainers, authors, you know, that whole thing. And that was actually the world that I came from is I was building like digital marketing funnels for the coach, author, trainer space. Which oh. is just like its own kind of crazy land you know, using click funnels and that whole thing. And I was really frustrated with the typical marketing funnel method because there's lots of points of drop off and friction and you're trying to like, it's really hard to see results quickly, you know, because you're building this lead list and this email list and you're trying to sell and it's this like long term to ROI and there's this long sales cycle. And I was really interested in e-commerce and because it's a quick time to ROA. And I'm a, I grew up on a farm in Washington state and I think I'm just a law of the harvest kind of girl. Like I want to be able to put in my work and then I want to be able to see the results and I want to see it quickly for my clients. And so when I saw chatbots and I saw things like the insane open rates and the insane click-through rates and having previously been trying to build these email lists and you know, getting open rates of like 10% and click-through rates of like 5%, you know, it was just so arduous and just so kind of like, not just frustrating, but like almost morally debilitating, you know, because you're just like, oh, I just want to help people get results. And so when I was able to see that ManyChat and Messenger, you know, ManyChat's a marketing platform that sits on top of Messenger. And when I could see how quick it was to be able to set up a campaign, you know, the other part was like marketing when setting up digital funnels, even as great of a tool as ClickFunnels or these other kind of tools are, they're still so long to set up and to write like these email campaigns that have like 
you know, like 40 email follow-up sequences and writing all of this copy. Whereas a many chat flow could take you like five minutes to write and set up end to end. And you could run Facebook ads, you know, 30 minutes later and start seeing results and start seeing, you know, sales, like total game changer, complete game changer. And so that's why I got into chatbots. And so I was already on Upwork and some Amazon sellers like Michelle Benton, Leon Hirschkorn found me on Upwork and then just basically passed me around to all their friends. Um, being like, you got to work with Michelle. So I saw fairly quickly that, that this was a niche that I could understand and that I could serve and help people. Cause really when it comes down to Amazon sellers care about three things, you want to rank your products, you want to increase your reviews and you want to launch new products. And, you know, of course, all of that to drive revenue, you know? And so I've really developed this specialty and in serving sellers and being able to do that. Nice. I love that. Yeah, it's super cool. And I love that you're hyper-focused on this because when I look at a bunch of many chat stuff online, they do do a bunch of stuff like, oh, if you have a rental property, here's how you do this right. thing. And if you have a, a restaurant, totally. and I'm like, uh, I want to know like very tactical things for Amazon sellers. Like I want to sell products, want to get reviews. I want to get, you know, push people to my sale and like, yeah, the, the real estate stuff and all that. I'm like, oh, I don't, this doesn't work at all for me. Right. Somebody was asking me today, like, why should I buy your course versus the many chats free course? And like, I love many chats free course. I think it's great, but it's for everyone and anyone who has a business, you know, whereas my course is centrally focused for Amazon sellers and my many chat templates are just for ranking reviews product launches, you know, like I know what you care about and I build the templates to be able to help accomplish that. Yeah. I'd say many chats course is kind of like high school. Like it's the, it's like the fundamentals, you know, like, Oh, good place to start. Yeah. 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 You know how to set up a campaign, you know, how to like hook a little tag up and stuff like that. But then your course is like college level, like let's get very centered and very focused on something. (laughs) So I give you the uh, meat. I give you what you need to know, you know? Yeah. You are not an alternative to many chats course. You are a compliment to their course. That's right. That's right. In fact, I link to their course inside of my course. I'm like, Hey, if you really want to understand the nooks and crannies of many chat, go check out their course, but only go to like module three because everything out after that is just random blueprints for like restaurants uh, and lawyers yeah and car dealerships right yeah i love that so for a few people who might not know we should probably define like what is many chat what are chat bots and what's kind of like a really simple simple thing just to kind of get people up to steam with what many chat is what's yeah. one simple thing that people can do with it so many chat is a marketing platform and it basically connects to messenger and makes it really easy to build what we call flows or chat bots to help you, you know, accomplish whatever it is you're wanting to do. So like, think of it like what MailChimp is to email, ManyChat is to Messenger, you know, that kind of a thing. And chatbots is kind of this like buzz term in the industry. It's like used a lot. And chatbots actually kind of were created and came out of the customer service space where the customer service worlds, you know, like these big brands are, are trying to like sort through all of these questions that people have. And instead of having a live expensive person answering every single question and basically being kind of like that front line of helping people, the chatbot and AI technology was created to essentially like try to figure out what questions people had and try to see if they could handle the easier questions without getting a human involved, basically. And that's where kind of like chatbots started from and were created. And now you see Messenger chatbots, which is basically chatbots built on Facebook Messenger's platform. Previously, in late 2016, Facebook opened the API for Facebook Messenger so that 
platforms like ManyChat could develop the chat platform technology on top of Messenger. And previous to that, Messenger was just like a peer-to-peer platform where it's like, oh, I'm messaging with my friend Andrew or Mm -hmm. my mom, you know, like that kind of thing, kind of like SMS. And so now, like since 2016 and since ManyChat released their, you know, platform in 2017 for Messenger, now it's easy for businesses to have conversations with their customers. And basically chat bots are automated one-to-one communication. And it makes it easy for businesses to automate that conversational experience, whether or not a live person can be there to have conversations with people. And the use cases, once again, are the common ones. And I was at many chats conference just a few weeks ago in Austin, Texas, and Facebook Messenger's product manager was there. And he said the three biggest use cases for the Messenger platform are customer service, lead generation, and commerce. So Mm. obviously the customer service element is huge. You have a problem with the product that you purchased. You're going to message that company. And when it comes to the preference, somebody would rather message a company rather than jump on the phone and try to sort their way through, bless their hearts, India or the Philippines or whomever to get their questions answered. They'd rather just like chat really quick and be like, what's wrong with it? Like, how do I fix this? You know? Yeah. Um, it's like the millennial generation. We don't want to be on phones. Right. Just, <laughs> fine. I'll, I'll just text you. No, no, no. Don't call. Don't yep, call. Just text yep, me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes. The future is chat really is what it comes down to. And yeah. uh, and so the opportunity for commerce is massive when it comes to the messenger platform. And it's so cool because like there's different studies out there and different demographics will have different stats. But as far as I've seen, something like 70% of all purchases start on mobile. Mm-hmm. And I think, that, what is it? Something like half of all purchases start and end on mobile. And then like three quarters of them start on mobile and might actually end on traditional desktop. desktop. Yeah. So it's very likely that your customers are already on mobile, already shopping on their phones. And so coming into their inboxes, into their Facebook Messenger and being right there, right on the same platform that they are using to make purchases anyway, is like a killer place to be. Yeah. And last week I was at a conference in Amsterdam as one of the speakers there and there were a bunch of people who were, you know, had flown in from all over the world to be at the conference and was out to dinner later with them. And they were talking about WeChat. Several of them were from China or living in the, the Asia area and, you know, expats over there are like working. And they're like, oh my gosh, like everything is chat out there. Everything. And basically Facebook Messenger platform has, well, Facebook in general has over 2 billion users at this point. And all of those people have Messenger built into their, you know, into the platform. And then Instagram and WhatsApp have, you know, effectively Facebook's reach is like 3 billion people between WhatsApp, Instagram, and Facebook. And they're all going to be, you know, using Facebook Messenger as the communication platform that's going to be rolling out because Facebook has their sites on WeChat, you know, and they're like, okay, WeChat can own China, but we're going to own the rest of the world from a chat Mm. perspective, you know? So the future, if there ever was a doubt, (laughs) the future is chat. You know, and so when it comes to learning chat and getting started in your business and building up your brand, building an audience on Messenger, you know, Facebook's making it really easy and really cheap to do so. So like if your listeners have like questions or been like, yeah, I've heard about it. Like it's now really the best time. Yes, now (laughs) it's the best time because it's only going to get more crowded as it becomes basic. I really wonder about the future of websites, quite frankly, you know, for for the buying experience because it's going to be all chat. 
it's crazy. So I feel like I'm not a very good marketer. Like I'm decent at running a business. I'm, I have an engineering background. So I have some automation tools and I have some product development and blah, 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 but I'm not very good at traditional marketing. And I love doing like the traditional marketing thing with the many chat stuff. Cause it's, to me, it's so much more like, mm-hmm. like it's a little algorithm. It's a little flow, right? Like you start here and you move here. If you don't, if you say yes, go here. If you say no, right, go right, here, right. so right. on and so on. For me, writing a four paragraph email, I can't stand doing that. But the many chat flows, oh, I love them. I love oh, them. and they're so fun. And, and they're so much more forgiving. You know, one of the things with Messenger is that it's a natural language process. And so you mm. can have things like emojis and GIFs and, or GIFs, if you're weird and you say it like that, you know, you can misspell things, you can shorten things, you know, say JK, you know, you can't get away with that in email, you know, emails trying to be cool, like messenger, but it's not, it's not like messenger. You can get away with so much more and have it be, because once again, people are wanting and expecting a conversational experience. So it's really one of those things that, you know, people love interacting with chatbots. Awesome. So now we've convinced everyone many chats the way to go. They've already set up their account. They already have their things going. They have some flows happening. Now they need an audience. So what is, so just to clarify, when you have this chatbot, you have people who are subscribed to you and you can message them sort of whenever you want to. There's some rules on that. We can ask, yeah. mm-hmm. we can talk to you about like how what those rules are like, but you have your own audience that you, yep. that you can talk to. So now the first question I want to ask is like, what's one way to start building that audience? Well, I mean, there's kind of two approaches that I recommend. The first is like, you're an Amazon seller. You have products that you need to rank, right? Or re-rank. You always have re-ranking that you could do, you know, new keywords that you can rank for, that sort of thing. So I would just do is run like a coupon offer, like a deep discount coupon offer via a two-step URL or a search find by campaign if you're within two mobile pages of your keyword listing or your target keyword and run a Facebook ad promoting an offer for your product and rank that product. And as people click on that offer and get that coupon, they're automatically subscribed. So, you know, what's better than filling up your subscriber list with buyers, you know? Another way that you can do it is giveaway contests. And you see the giveaway contest is like the perpetual easy way to build any kind of subscriber list. If you're on Instagram, you see these all the time, you know, like, oh, we're doing a giveaway, tag your friends, follow this page, follow that page, you know, like that's whole thing. And it's a very kind of manual process. Whereas with ManyChat, you can run a Facebook ad to a ManyChat flow and auto select your winners and losers pretty much constantly. And it can be an evergreen style flow where you're bringing people in, your losers are sadly notified, maybe like a day or two later that they have lost add them, but then you can make them feel good with like, you know, a consolation prize, you know, whether that's like a 20% off coupon or like a full rebate. You know, I've been experimenting with rebates lately with on the back end of those loser flows because somebody entered the contest because they wanted that thing for free. So give it to them for free via rebate. And then you can follow up and request reviews. So what kill three birds with one stone, (laughs) Build build up your subscribers, sell product, get some velocity and, you know, harvest reviews all at the same time. It's a beautiful thing. Yes. I love that. And I can confirm because we basically, what you just described, we do very, very similar to that and it works. And it's really not too difficult. There's always some technical things get in the way, but like it's very, very doable for sure. So I know now that there are some rules around how we can talk to this audience. And if, let's say we have a thousand people in our audience. What is it that we can say to them? When can we say it? What are all the new rules about engaging these like thousand people we have on our list? 
Yeah. So remember how I said earlier and talking about like these awesome engagement rates that you hear about with Messenger, like the 100% open rates, the 80% click through rates. Well, you know, Facebook wants to maintain that engagement level. They don't want to turn into email where I get like five Bath and Body Work emails a day, you know, (laughs) like they're definitely, and they have to do that to like capture your attention, you know, because you're only going to read one of those a week, maybe. You know, it becomes just noise. So Facebook's trying to prevent that from happening and, and having users overly communicated with. And so they set kind of rules of engagement. And, and the rule, basically, there's some changes that happened this last August. And now there's some changes that are coming in January. When they'll actually be implemented, we don't really know. Facebook's really good at threatening, not so good at implementing <laughs> their threats. But basically, the things that you need to pay attention to is basically when to send promotional messages and when not to. Regular broadcasts to people who have engaged with you, you know, you can send information, non-promotional content, pretty much like anytime under specific kind of tags. And those tags are in ManyChat. You can take a look at them. You can, you know, if you have questions about it, you can click on Facebook's link and go into their developer forums and have your brain melted. But basically, if you're going to send promotional content, you can only send it to two audiences, people who have recently engaged with you who are under what's called the 24 plus one window, i.e. they've recently engaged with you. And so you have a right to continue that conversation with them. Or you can send sponsored messages to everybody else anytime, any circumstance, you know, that sort of thing. So, so basically with the 24 plus one rule, what's going away in January is the plus one. And basically what that means is the 24 hour plus one rule was like, you know, okay, 24 hours or one additional interaction. So a use case for that would be like, you're running a coupon offer. Like we talked about, you're running a Facebook ad and you're following up with people requesting a review. You're checking in with them, like maybe three days after the original interaction saying, Hey, did you receive your purchase? And they say, Yes, you can find out like, well, how did you like it? Have you had a chance to use it? Do you like it? If they say they like it, you can request a review, you know, like that kind of a thing. So that three-day gap between the last message and the next one is what would be considered the plus one, one additional interaction. So that's kind of going away in January, supposedly. And some of the tags, right now, Facebook Messenger has like 17 different kind of non-promotional tags, and that's getting boiled down to four And they've announced what those are. They're all kind of like customer service oriented or like if you sell on Shopify and you're sending out like order confirmation or shipping update, you know, like different things like that. You know, Facebook's trying to do is protect the user experience. So it's not like, hey, you want a deal? Hey, you want a deal? Hey, you want to, you know, so it's good for sellers. At the end of the day, it's really, it's really good. And the sponsored messages is a little glitchy right now. Facebook, according to them, is working on the user experience. Mm-hmm. But I still hear sellers using it and getting like your cost per send is like pennies. Okay. Right? So if you have a thousand subscribers, right. what it would cost like 10 bucks or? Yeah. So, you know, like something, okay. something, you know, or even less than that, maybe like a dollar. You know? Oh, wow. Okay. Nice. I guess one thing I had a question on that is if you do do a rebate flow, and you engage someone and you... So one of our flows that we use usually is we give the product away for a deep discount via rebate, right? And so we'll send them, you know, whatever, 10 messages to get them through the rebate. And then plus two days later, we'll say, hey, did you receive the product? Yes or no. And then two days later, hey, did you receive your rebate? Yes or no. And then like another two days later, do you like it? Do you want to leave us a review, right? So is that not kosher anymore? Well, that would be like 24 like plus three, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like in that instance, I think you could probably simplify your flow. So you're not necessarily asking them if they've received their rebate or confirming that 
or, you know, checking in, I would probably just send one follow-up saying, Hey, did you receive the product? And then, you know, requesting the review from the people who received the product and not worrying about the rest. But yeah, I mean, come when the plus one rule is implemented, there's some things that I'm going to be experimenting with and rolling out into my flows where it's a combination of rules and tags and basically saying, you know, have kind of like a master review follow-up flow and everything else is going to be triggered by a tag and a rule. And then ManyChat's going to make it easy to be able to see who falls within the window and who would require a sponsored message to follow up with. So then obviously you could have a rule that automatically sends that to the people who are within the window and then have a sponsored message that is sent to people who are not. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So now let's say now we're going to the next step. We're going to advanced stuff, right? So we've already convinced people many chats <laughs> the way to go. That's pretty advanced stuff. What are you talking about? <laughs> chat, you know, chat bots is where it's at. That's, you know, that's, we're super hot on that. We've already built up our flows. We've already built an audience of a thousand, three thousand, five thousand people. We have 5,000 people on our list. And then we're doing some super special, like fourth quarter Christmas bonus flows, right? We're, we're uh, right now right recording now. In the middle of October. That's right. And so what kind of stuff would you want to do if you're doing like Q4 strategies? Yes. I'm so glad you asked because so many sellers are thinking like, oh, it's too late. I can't get started with chatbots. It's like a next year thing. No, guys, this is the time. This is the biggest time of year and the biggest season to take advantage of this because this is when you want to like prepare your listings for, you know, for conversion, positioning your listings via ranking campaigns and review campaigns. And then obviously running promotions from Black Friday through New Year's to, you know, and they don't have to be like deep discount offers. It's like typical e-commerce style offers of like, here's our product, go get it, you know, and driving your own traffic to your own listings during that high buying season. So there's so many things that you can and should be doing And it's not too late to take advantage of it. Specifically, if you're going to do nothing else, running ranking campaigns so that you are positioned for Black Friday and beyond, right? You know, right now is the perfect time to run those ranking campaigns and get yourself in position for your keywords. I know a lot of sellers who have new products that they're launching. You're in like no man's land for ranking, you know? So in addition to anything that you're doing as far as internal Amazon traffic, like PPC, Like it's really important to supplement that with external traffic and get yourself positioned as quickly as possible for the keywords that you're wanting to target. Nice. I love that. And I know I've seen some, some, I've been creeping up on some of my competitors and some of my friends and how they use ManyChat. And a big thing that they use it for is to basically push people into lightning deals. Hmm. So uh, besides re-rank, is there something else you'd want to do like terms of like sales or flash sales or anything? Yeah. I mean, obviously during the buying season itself, like when do you find out whether you've been approved for lightning deals for Black Friday? Depends on, so like Black Fridays, you get to apply earlier. So I mm. think the window's already closed. I think it opened like in August. But in general, if you're just doing a regular, if you're not doing like a Black Friday or Prime Day thing, like just a regular lightning deal, I think they always change it. But let's just say it's roughly two or three weeks. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So, so you have plenty and- of time. If When you get that position, you have plenty of time to know when it is. Yeah. So, I mean, with lightning deals, you know, or any type of promotion that you're running, Like even if you have just an on listing coupon and you're just wanting people to take advantage of the additional $5 off or 5% or 10% or whatever, whatever kind of promotions you're running on listing, any kind of external traffic is just going to help your case. You know, it's going to help you convert. It's going to help you sell because you're not competing for somebody searching for a solution. You are the solution and you're driving your traffic to, to you to purchase your product. So whether you're running just straight Facebook ads, I would still run them through messenger. So you get the subscribers or you've, you're sending that deal and that offer to your subscribers directly via a broadcast, you know, any kind of promotion that you're running 
drive that external traffic to it in the form of Facebook ads or, you know, broadcast your existing subscribers. I love that. So speaking of like drive, you know, like throwing everything at your audience, do you have like a rule of thumb of how often you should engage? You have a saying I love, you said, once you get a thousand people or a hundred or 10 million people on your list, like don't just ghost them. Don't just disappear. And you always use the phrase like, don't be a bad boyfriend. Like don't ask someone to be your boyfriend and then just like never talk to them again. Right. Right. Like I was like, I was single for a long time. I know hard to believe, (laughs) but like I dated a lot and you know, like the typical thing is like you go on a great date and then what, you know, you have this good, this good interaction. And then there's nothing until like three months later at like three o'clock in the morning. Right. You know, something pitiful like that. And I was talking, like I was speaking at traffic and conversion earlier this year and I shared this example and I was like, ladies, how many of you have had this happen to you? And like all the hands went up and I was like, guys, how many of you have actually done this? And like one guy actually admitted it <laughs> in his head in shame, you know? And I'm like, well, how did that work out for you? And he's like, you know, <laughs> I'm like, this is, but this is true. This is what we do to our lists. Sometimes, you know, as sellers, we build up this audience for like this one ranking campaign or this one product launch. And then we expect them to be there for us three months later when we have something else that we finally have ready to offer them. And we expect them to be responsive, you know, and it's not like sales and marketing. Dating is nothing more than a sales and marketing experience, you know. And so the rules of engagement literally are very similar to buying and selling Mm -hmm. online as well. And that, you know, that relationship with your audience, the more valuable you make it for them to be on your list, the more responsive they're going to be. The sellers who have an amazing ManyChat audience who jumps when they say jump, who who are there when you have a product to launch, who are ready, who take up your offers when you're re-ranking, it's when you make those products and those offers valuable to them on a consistent basis that they respond to you, you know? And I'm not saying that you have to do this like three times a week, but like minimum, what I say is like at the most once a week at the least three times a month, you know? Oh, wow. And having like a schedule and a calendar of communication with them. And it doesn't always have to be promotional, you know, like one of the things when it comes to Amazon sellers that you don't think a lot about is building your brand off Amazon. And you really should because, you know, like I'm sure, you know, a million sellers a day who have suspensions happen for no obvious reasons, or maybe they caught in the pesticide drama that still has some people's listings down, you know, and Amazon has that inventory and they have you you're held hostage. And so anytime you can build an asset off Amazon gives you power to control your destiny. And so whether that's driving people to like a website where you're just sharing informational content, like I I work with a lot of people who sell supplements or skin creams or, you know, all of these things like, gosh, if you sell supplements, you need to be investing in educating your audience on what they're putting in their body. Or if they're having, you know, obviously if somebody's willing to take a supplement, they're probably willing to take other supplements. But if they're interested in weight loss, let's say that they're looking for weight loss results, you know, if you're selling them apple cider vinegar, then they probably would be interested in an additional, some other supplement that does the same exact thing. So investing in the education of your audience and not just thinking in terms of like, well, how can I position myself to rank and show up in search results for Amazon? It's like, no, how you have this great audience over here, sell to them you know, like invest in educating them. And it doesn't have to be promotional content. Like here's a deal, get it. It can be like, have you heard of apple cider vinegar? You know, like, yes or no. Like, Are you interested in weight loss? You know, here's a great, here's our latest blog post on how, you know, how to use apple cider to, you know, increase your weight loss. So it doesn't have to be promotional. It can be informational and then, you know, creating that engagement so that you can then sell to them later. Right. 
I love that. So I, I think that's a good takeaway. That's something I need to get better on. You said no more than once a week, no less than three times per month. So basically once a week is kind of like the magic. Andrew is what you're saying. I might be a bad boyfriend sometimes. <laughs> <Your wife laughs> Not is, a bad husband. going to be good. very disappointed in you. <laughs> I'm a good husband, bad boyfriend. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Once a week. Okay. Uh, let's, no, let's not, it doesn't that. have to Everyone... be once a week. I'm saying at most once a week and at okay. least three times a month. And if you don't have products to offer, maybe this is a good opportunity to test affiliate offer. Like if you're thinking like, oh, I'm interested if there's like, if this audience would also be interested in this product, we'll just get an affiliate link and try to sell it to them and see, or use your audience for product research. Like you're heading to the Canton fair, Andrew, like you could do a video showing different items that you're thinking about getting and being like, would you be interested in item B, A, or B? You know, like using your audience to help you make these decisions. Like, what would you rather buy? I love that. You know? Yeah. We've done that too. We've, we've picked out like five products that we're very interested in and the ROI and everything looks really good on it. And we thought, you know what? Let's ask our many chat audience. And we threw it up as a poll. Like uh, we picked totally. kind of three of them. And the nice thing is that we picked three and it got really high engagement on it because it's just, it's like fun. It's fun picking. We're not, we're not telling them there's no money involved, right? They're just picking stuff. And so the nice thing is that we actually did, the poll told us which one to go with next, which we did. And of course we have those people tagged as like, yes, I am very interested in product B. And like, oh, guess what? Oh, it's a month later now. And you said earlier you're interested in product B and here it is. So yeah, yeah, I I love that. Yeah. I was going to say, like when I saw you, like we met recently, right? In real life at the seller events conference and you spoke at that and you were you and Justin were sharing different ideas on product research and, and using like an external service to help you figure out what like version of a product people like. And the whole time I'm like, use your many chat audience. They'll tell you for free, you know, <laughs> like yep. that kind yep. of a thing. So I'm glad we're on the same page with that as well. Yes. Yeah. I love that. So Michelle, tell me you are a badass entrepreneur. You are a mom and you work from home and you do this thing where you're building something up. It sounds like you kind of pivoted like a year and a half ago. Is that when you quit your... Yeah. When when I quit offering services, I don't offer... Like I started off as a digital agency and then pivoted to selling information products, basically my course and mentorships. Yeah. Tell me why. Why do you do what you do and what gets you geared up? And I, I can see you're like very passionate about many chat and also I can see you're very good at like engaging people. Like what what's your big why? Oh, you know what? Like I love that, you know, like when I spoke at seller events and and like when I'm speaking from the stage and seeing my audience right there in front of me, like I love that they are seeing results. And I don't think I would be passionate about it if it wasn't. Like I've worked with other marketing platforms in the past, ClickFunnels, <laughs> one of them being <laughs> in trying to build, you know, funnels for, for clients and not seeing results for them and getting really frustrated and getting really, you know, like I'm a person of integrity and I want people to, you know, get results in their lives. And so by quickly seeing how ManyTech could help my clients early on when I was in offering services, when I was in agency, it made me really excited to learn and to maximize the, I guess, the use of the platform on behalf of, of Amazon sellers, because I could see how it made a difference in their businesses very quickly and for minimal investment, quite frankly. And so that made me super passionate. And that spills over into my personal life as well. Because when I'm, when I feel like I'm aligned professionally, then I'm also aligned personally, because then that passion for life and for work, you know, for my work spills over into my life. Like I was in corporate marketing for 12 years. And I think we all have experienced at one point in time being in a situation that didn't align with us and who we are and what we wanted out of life. 
And while I loved the people I worked with and the experiences that I had, I didn't love the lack of freedom and opportunity that it provided me as a mother and what I wanted out of my life. And, <laughs> and what you guys didn't hear on the podcast, you know, maybe we'll edit it out, maybe we won't, but like my kids running, running <laughs> in and bringing me colorings from their, <laughs> like, I'll show you, Andrew. They like have been coloring Halloween, (laughs) you know, so they ran in in the middle of the podcast to show me. And if that had happened in corporate, like, oh my gosh, like I would never have been able to just be me, you know? And so because I see results for my Amazon sellers, then it spills over into my own personal life. And I bring that passion home, literally, literally home with me to, to my family and when I come home from my business trips, yeah, I'm tired from, you know, the jet lag, but I'm so pumped up from interacting with you guys and seeing how what I'm doing is serving you and making a difference in your life. And that to me is payment enough. Nice. Oh, I love that. I think a lot of the audience can resonate with that because I think a lot of people who pursue the online e-commerce thing are looking for sort of that kind of home entrepreneur lifestyle or, or some people call it a freedom lifestyle. And that's, that's basically one of my big whys too. So I, I absolutely love that. So I love asking people their whys. And I also love asking people like, what's one of your favorite pieces of media, like a book or a podcast or something? Do you have like a, a good, a good thing a that you podcast. just love and share? I'm a podcast junkie. Like if I, oh, if awesome. I'm, when I'm reading, it has to be like, you know, super shallow for me to like stay awake, you know, uh-huh. kind of thing. but I can, I can just like ingest information from the audio. So I love that you have, obviously your podcast is amazing. I love Helium 10's podcast, Danny McMillan's Seller Sessions podcast, Leon Hirschkorn's Amazing Freedom podcast. Cause you guys bring it, you bring value and I'm able to stay on top of things that I don't necessarily know are going on in the industry because I'm not an Amazon seller yet. (laughs) I'll leave that out there. I'm becoming an Amazon seller. And so I'm learning so much and soaking in all of this brilliance that's around me. And, and so that I can best, you know, develop the many chat user experience for Amazon sellers and stay on top of what's happening in the space. I love it. I love all those podcasts too, as well. Those are all my favorite. I think I need to do a podcast about my favorite podcast because that I could talk for hours about that. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll be the next one. (laughs) Besides Amazon, besides Amazon, I'm a true crime like oh yeah, true crime podcast. Nice, nice. I listen to Criminal, which is I love Criminal, and then oh, uh, I don't know that one. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, Criminal is a good one, and then uh, of course the one that probably got a lot of people addicted to the podcasts was Serial. Yeah, that man, I wish all the seasons of Serial were as good as the first season. The first I season, know. I'm like, oh my God, this is the I best know. like 10 hours of podcast so I've ever listened to. <laughs> we could totally geek out. Like, I also recommend <laughs> Crime Junkies if you're not familiar. Crime with Junkies. Okay, I'm going to write yeah, that Yeah, because they're really good because they take, like, each episode is just one crime. So instead of stretching out a crime over an entire season, uh. it's just like crime, 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 crime. <laughs> you know, you don't get as, like, because I get down in the details and then I'm like paranoid, right? I'm like, oh, <laughs> What was that? Like there was, I was like raking the leaves in my yard and the wood chips outside of my daughter's window, the ground level were like disturbed. Like, oh my God. Oh. Somebody, so I like raked, raked them back in place. And the next day or the next week they were disturbed again. Turned out it was the cat, but oh. you know, I, I still like. a squirrel or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we did. Well, there you go. You, you, we uh, you solved your own crime. Yep. Exactly. Own, I know own, that my daughters are safe. That it was just the cat. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, Michelle, tell us, what's one actual thing Amazon sellers can do today? 
oh man, I mean, I hate to be self-promoting, but buy my course, you know, like buy my mini chat course, check out like all of the templates and start implementing them immediately. Like rank your products, get yourself positioned for Q4 because that like, this is the season. And if you're going to make money, it's going to be now, you know? All right. I suppose there's a few sellers who like Q4 probably doesn't apply to, but most of you it's, you know, it's a high traffic season. You're going to see the biggest volume that you're going to see all year. So get on it and check out my course. Awesome. And where can we go to find that? Go to amzmessengerbotclub.com. Sorry. Sometimes nice. it's just a long day. amzmessengerbotclub.com and you can get started. And you have a mini chat sequence that we can join too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We'll put it in the show notes and you guys can get a free training. Well, it's like a free mini chat sequence slash I give you a free template and you can set it up and learn all that you need to know. Nice. So all you guys have to do, everything we discuss will be in the show notes, but on your app, just hit the little show notes button and I'll have a link. The very top one will be the many chat one to jump into. And it'll be a great example. You can see what Michelle's up to, but also be a great example of something you can just do yourself and just kind of see like how Michelle engages and the buttons you push and all the fun stuff you can do with it. Yeah, I'd love your um, feedback. Test my bot, guys. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll have <laughs> Michelle's at the top. I'll put mine. I also have one for the podcast. If you want to do some fun stuff, I'll have mine somewhere down the list. Oh, I have, also be new, at the top too. I have a new flow if you guys want to test it. Like I get a lot of questions on ranking campaigns and I have lots of opinions on, should I use mm-hmm. coupons or rebates? Should I do links or search find buy? And there's actually four different types of ranking campaigns. And I've had so many questions on which ranking campaign to choose. And I will tell you, it depends not on you, but on your listing and which, how mm. your listing is currently performing. So you might run like all four different types of ranking campaigns for, you know, all of your different products. So I created a ranking quiz that people can take. And I basically ask you a bunch of questions. And then based on your results, I have a recommendation specific to your listing. Perfect. Yay. We'll do cool. that one. That one sounds, that one. Let's do that one. That one sounds perfect for us. <laughs> All right, Michelle, thanks so much for joining us and many chat Michelle, right? So we'll have a link in the show notes and then your website as well. And thank you so much for spreading your chat bot info with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. All right, we'll see you later. 